Seriously Social News, your weekly news roundup on all that's new in the world of social media, the internet and technology. Welcome to Seriously Social News on Friday the 15th of March 2013. Many journalists, reporters, bloggers and other internet users have had very disappointing news this week when Google announced the demise of their news feed reader app, Google Reader. Google made the announcement in a post entitled A Second Spring of Cleaning. Google will close down Google Reader on July the 1st this year and is giving its users the opportunity to export their feeds using their Google Takeout service. I'm personally greatly saddened by this news since Google Reader has been central to the way I keep on top of the latest news, allowing me to subscribe to all the articles from all the websites I trust and respect, as well as backing them up to read later and an easy way to share on my social networks. Despite there being a few petitions on the web asking Google to change their mind, Google's eyeballs are set straight on Google+, and there is no going back on this as far as I can tell. As Gina Dietrich from SpinSucks writes in a recent blog post, Google employees are incentivized on whether or not Google Plus makes it. 25% of their bonuses require its success. There are alternatives out there which are likely to draw in more customers as a result of Google's decision to kill Reader. My favourite so far is Feedly. Although it's not quite the same as Google Reader and lacks the same functionality and integration with tools such as If This Then That, they are making it really easy for Google Reader users to migrate to their service, with a blog post entitled Tips for Google Reader Users Migrating to Feedly. In fact, Feedly have been preparing for this moment for a while and have been working on a project called Normandy, which is a Feedly clone of the Google Reader API. They say, when Google Reader shuts down, Feedly will seamlessly transition to the Normandy backend. So if you are a Google Reader user and using Feedly, you're covered. The transition will be seamless. What do you think? Are you sad to see Google Reader go? Seriously, social news. On a much more happy note, no pun intended, popular sound-sharing social network SoundCloud has launched new pro plans this week, as well as a pro partner service. I've been excited about SoundCloud for some time now. These new plans could well be what it takes to push SoundCloud up with the likes of YouTube, Facebook and Google Plus as the next social sharing network. SoundCloud can be thought of as a kind of YouTube for audio. It has its own player and sounds can be played on the SoundCloud website, the various mobile apps, as well as on other websites which embed the SoundCloud player. SoundCloud users can discover new sounds as well as comment at various points along the track, like, reshare and follow the sounds creators. Although much of the sounds created and shared on SoundCloud currently are music, there are plenty of examples of media outlets, podcasters and the like using SoundCloud for their podcasts. SoundCloud have been pushing spoken word content for their podcasting beta program, and in fact this podcast that you are listening to, Seriously Social News, is using SoundCloud. Up until now, the problem for many wanting to use SoundCloud was the fact that the pro plans were just too expensive and complicated. SoundCloud now have three plans, free, pro and pro unlimited. For €99 Euros per year you can upload as much audio as you like. The only limit is a 30 hours upload limit per week, which is quite generous. The Pro Partner service is in beta and will allow brands to have a more visual profiles, bigger banner images and a feature called Moving Sounds which allows still images to appear behind a track as it plays. Seriously social! It's not exactly the most momentous announcement but Twitter tweeted this week that you can now do line breaks on Twitter.com. For all you grammar and typography fanatics out there, what are you waiting for? You can now craft your tweets with new lines and paragraphs. 
Technically, you've always been able to have line breaks on Twitter, but it was only outputted correctly on mobile and desktop apps. From this week, Twitter.com formats tweets with line breaks in all their paragraphical glory. Socially awesome. There have been so many security breaches in recent months. Evernote, Twitter, Microsoft and more. Passwords these days can be guessed or stolen far quicker than before, particularly since many people still use one password across all their apps and websites. One way to guard against this, as we have previously mentioned, is two-factor authentication. It's unfortunate that this sounds complicated, but actually it's quite simple. As well as entering your password, you need to enter a number that you are given from a device, such as an app on your mobile phone, or the type of device that your bank may have given you. It's highly likely that Twitter are working on two-factor authentication, and Evernote are doing the same after both have had security attacks recently. Niche social network app.net is the latest to add two-factor authentication, as well as special passwords for apps that use its service. Hopefully, the web will start being a more safe place to play. IAG.me LinkedIn are starting to roll out a new interface to users, mainly to do with the menu bar at the top of the screen. The menu looks less cluttered, and to the right of the LinkedIn logo are four links to home, profile, network and career. There is then a search box followed by the usual message and notification icons, followed by a new contact icon, and then account settings in the form of a drop-down menu. There is no news on how quickly this new interface is being rolled out to users. I've not got it myself yet, but I'm looking forward to having a little play. Socially awesome. Popular video sharing social network Vimeo have launched a new service for their pro users, which allow them to sell their work and retain 90% of the profits. Called Vimeo On Demand, the new service will allow you, in Vimeo's words, to distribute your work the way you want, with all the power of Vimeo's HD player, easy to use tools, and wildly passionate audience. The fact that Vimeo are only taking 10% of the profits is meeting with a lot of approval from Vimeo fans, and it could be a way, a great way, for businesses, media outlets, and video creators to distribute their content on the cheap. Seriously social! And finally, Google's Digital Glass project, Google Glass, has made some more developments this week, with the announcement that their camera-mounted heads-up display glasses will eventually work with prescription lenses. That's great news for geeks around the world because quite obviously a lot of people wanting to use Google Glasses will already be wearing glasses. If you've not come across Google Glass before and have no idea what I'm talking about, then it's best to check out the Google Glass page at google.com glass. The glasses have a front-facing camera which can take photos and videos from your point of view, as well as providing a display directly to you via a heads-up display. The glasses respond to voice commands, so if you want to take a photo, all you need to say is, take a picture. It will also give you directions via GPS and give you information on the web on news and traffic and more. It sounds far-fetched, but it's coming. Be ready. You've been listening to Seriously Social News from Ian Anderson Gray. You can follow Ian on Twitter at IAG.me and on Facebook at facebook.com slash IAG.me For all the latest, check out Ian's blog at www.iag.me This podcast is brought to you by Select Performers Internet Solutions. IAG.me Seriously Social Socially awesome.